Hello lovely listeners. Today I want to talk about decisions. I'm kind of surprised I've not already touched upon this topic. It's something that comes up all the time in my life and in my work with third culture kids. Making decisions, control issues, I'm using air quotes, Um, feeling powerless, feeling panicked when put on the spot around decisions, feeling the paralyzing weight and the kind of eternal consequences implied by decisions. It's a big area that a lot of us struggle in. So if any of this is resonating for you, you are not alone. One way that I find decision making showing up in my sessions um, can often be just even with my dynamic with the client. Something that a lot of people do um, is Uh, towards the end of the session I invariably um, am keeping an eye on the clock but I don't always look like I am and sometimes we'll get quite near the end of the session time and I've not said anything obvious to wrap up yet and there'll be this little hesitation very often from my client as they kind of go, right, well, I know we're running out of time and I don't want to make you late. And and I often catch this and kind of go, it really, it, it's okay for that to be my responsibility to hold. You don't need to carry any guilt around running over. If you need to go, if you've got an, a, an appointment you need to do, feel free to cut me off if I'm wrapping something up and just frankly taking too long. Um... But you don't need to take responsibility in any way for my apparent laxness around timekeeping. Or if I choose that we do overrun because we're in the middle of something quite significant and I have the ability to do so, there needs to be no guilt there either. But what's often happening there is, and I've done it myself, trying to take control of a situation by making a decision that's informed by our assumption of the other person's need. They're worried that I need to go. And if they don't make the going part happen, I might resent them. There's a management of relationship in that fear. Or another thing that can happen is actually they're a bit fed up with me and they need to go. And they can't understand why I'm not better at timekeeping. But there isn't an ability to assert that as their need. So it becomes a, I'm doing this for your sake, kind of a statement. And it happens a lot because a lot of us really struggle to own our own need. To be able to say with confidence, I need this meeting to finish now. And I don't need to make it for your good. I don't need to sell this as for your benefit to validate my need to go now. That takes a kind of um, independence of identity that a lot of us really struggle with. 
For many of us, making decisions that at least on the surface appeared to be for the sake of others was a way of managing our social environments to keep things nice, low conflict, to help people feel we were on their side, to help us fit in. And often underneath that, we carry a belief that if I don't make this work for the other person, this relationship won't hold. They won't want me around. So our decision-making ability becomes very other-orientated. And that makes a lot of sense given our stories, right? Given the multiple social contexts that we were diving into, given our lack of choice very often, we're moving country and we're moving now. You will be doing years or, or grades in this country and then in that country, and that's just how it is. You want to go to school? Okay, boarding school's the option. Or day school's the option. Or perhaps school hobbies or skills were limited for you simply by location. You could start ballet in this country, but computer science um, and math club was the option in the next place. This kind of truncation of choice where we're just not able to stand by it particularly so we become very adaptive i didn't need ballet anyway math club is fun we necessarily persuade ourselves that our choices are very flexible and that makes it a softer loss than the hard loss of i wanted to do ballet and i can never do that as a career now because of choices that were made for me so we become very adaptive both to other people, but also to our own experience of our wants and desires. And a lot of us in adulthood can start to perpetuate this process around decision making. Where even in those spaces where we actually have quite a lot of choice, we give it away. We enter relationships or friendships with people who are more decisive than us with people who have clearer sense of what they need from life, a clearer direction, clearer priorities, and we adapt to those, which is fine, right? Until our own desires begin to wake up and we wonder if there's space for them. When our own agenda starts to form and clarify when whatever identity work we're doing to solidify our own shape starts to butt up against other people's and we enter into a negotiation that we've not felt very equipped for of course the other reaction to all of this the other way that decision making can present is by trying to make all the decisions so a little bit like trying to make decisions about somebody else's um, time priorities that I mentioned about this kind of meeting dynamic I sometimes find myself in. There's also a need for taking control of all of the decisions around um, our, our bodily, our physical health, perhaps. Getting very informed about nutrition. Feeling, feeling our power there, trying to compensate 
a little, I think, for lack of decisions that we've felt in the past. Making very low risk decisions about our career trajectory. A lot of us, I think, feel drawn to careers where we have a high degree of agency. We are self-motivated and we don't want to be micromanaged, for example, whereas others of us might enter careers where we're told what to do, where our job description is abundantly clear and there are processes for all of our output and we can kind of rest into that and, and not feel the burden of the weight of every single decision that we make in that role falling on our shoulders. Basically, there's no one way that we come out of, of our TCK experiences, but somewhere for many of us, decision-making can feel problematic. Either we can feel really scared when other people are making decisions for us, or we can hand them all over to somebody more decisive than us. Why is this so hard for so many of us? And like the drum that I bang every day, I think it comes back to identity. For me to feel confident about a decision, I have to understand the premise on which I'm making it. What are the priorities? What are the beliefs that are driving this decision? Very simple decision. Let's take an example of choosing what to eat for dinner. I might be in a situation where my partner likes one kind of food. I like another kind of food and my child likes a third kind of food. A very mundane example, right? If I persistently make decisions based on what the others would prefer, that betrays hints at my priority. My priority is the satisfaction and well-being of the other, which is fine. Very laudable. Sounds very honourable, in fact. The self-sacrificer. But what about me? Do I meet my need for food choice in other meals that I don't share with these people? Or do I continue to not prioritise my own food choices? Are my lunches rushed and lacking in flavour and health? Do I only make an effort to cook when it's for other people? And then do I make an effort to cook what they like? It's a mundane, small thing. But if I can't prioritise my food choices in my meal planning, how am I going to do it in my career? How am I going to do it when there are bigger life decisions, where to live, what home to, to rent or buy, how to spend my precious holiday days, what financial priorities I'm going to have to make. If it's hard for us to self-prioritise, if it's hard for us to do that in these small areas, if we feel a surge of panic or guilt when we want something different, 
from the person that we're with. Or if we just feel a slight panic when somebody asks us what we want, because we just don't have an answer. And we were scrabbling to find an answer that will be the least offensive and most amenable for everybody else. Then we've got a decision making problem because we aren't prioritizing what we want. We don't even know a lot of the time. And if we do know, we're not sure we're allowed. And that's such a shame. And it can lead to so much living of a half-life. But the only way through is to know who I am and what my agenda is. And that is scary because it might not be the same as my loved ones. It might alienate somebody. If I declare I want to spend my Saturday a certain way and they don't, does that make me destined to spend it alone? Another way we can react, of course, is by deciding we don't need anybody anyway and all of our decisions only affect us. And we thereby preserve ourselves from this awful feeling of letting anybody down because, frankly, we've engineered it to make sure nobody's relying on us. Interconnectedness really pushes pushes all of these buttons and it's just really, really difficult sometimes. Something that I've felt has been really, really helpful for me is sitting down and actually listing out my identity parts when I'm feeling frazzled and pulled in multiple directions. So my basic identities of me as therapist, me as parent, me as partner, friend, family member, me as homemaker, housekeeper, whatever term I'm least offended by in the moment, or least threatened by. What do those parts need of this decision? So if it's about how to spend my Saturday, my homemaker might really need that pile of washing sorting out. My career part of me might really need some solid time spent reading books that are going to educate my work. My parent, friend, side of me might really need some socialising. Can I do all of these? And if not, how am I going to prioritise? And that's all before I've even encountered anybody else's agenda. But having a clearer idea of what I want and why I want it puts me in a much more solid place to carry out negotiations. So a friend comes and says, Let's spend the day going on a hike. And I think, wow, the part of me that just loves socialising and being outdoors. Yes, I need that. But I've already consulted other parts of me too. Can I still meet their needs and do this? And if not, enter negotiation. I can decide yes on the spot and please my friend and please that part of myself. But I need to engage decision making and power that also meets the needs that have nothing to do with that other person. That makes sure that I prioritise those elements of my life that make it easier for myself to function. I need to make decisions about when else I'm going to do the reading or when else I'm going to do the cleaning. I need to take care of those parts of me. And we do that by taking control of our decision making. 
by assuming we actually have needs. Seeking them out and making choices that will get them met. How does that sound to you? Thank you for listening.